You're listening to ND Fan Radio on One Foot Down, part of the SB Nation family of blogs. I keep my hands on myself. to reconnect oh sweet here we go all right here we go we are on facebook live now nd fan radio on one foot down the one foot down podcast hello sir Feliz navidad yeah happy holidays happy you got you, you do have to talk somewhat oh i have to talk into this thing yeah, I mean, okay. loosely i don't know what what the face bring bring, bring yeah well they'll just i don't up. know what that's picking up that's just normal but i do know <laughs> that we will try to create a podcast here all right there. which will be on one foot down yeah per usual I, I wonder if my brother follows you the site something on facebook because he knows nothing about this oh he doesn't <laughs> So, well, so he's probably he, sitting at home he, with his wife, like, "Hey, honey, look." Well, well, what if you check Twitter today? Sometime it's possible. Possible. It's possible. Well, uh, if you are new to the show, I guess we'll do some introductions. I am Irish Tightness at Irish Tightness on Twitter, and I am uh, Joshua Voles, the Subway Domer, your Emperor, Supreme Warlord, uh, managing editor at uh, One Foot Down. There you go. All right, and this is a. Season recap, recruiting recap. I just got back in the country, so I'm I've, I missed. Did, sign- they, did they check your butt? No. Okay. But speaking of butts, man, I'll tell you what would a trip to Mexico be without some kind of intestinal weirdness going on? Did you really? No, I, not my youngest. My youngest kid. My youngest kid. My two year old, almost two year old. I mean, shit herself like multiple times. Oh, you took them all down. I took the entire family. Oh, I thought you just were down there for business. No, I took we, nine people, dude. We rolled deep. <laughs> we rolled deep. Yeah. Yeah. Catholic yeah. pride roll wide. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I got to spend uh, time at a water park changing, you know, di- like swim diapers that have stuff shooting every day. Oh, I thought this was all business Yeah, trip. no, no, no. It was, like, uh, it was like a November for Brian Kelly down there pretty much just pant- shitting all over the place. Woo. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> but I'm back. I missed all of recruit. I missed all of signing day. So anything you can do to fill me in, that's going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we got a bowl game coming up in a couple of days. Yeah, we actually do. So on New Year's Day, imagine that. On New Year's Day, hello, 2018. <laughs> all right, all right. So where do we start? Uh, we can start. Uh, we can wind back the clock to uh, to signing day if you want. Ni- to 1988 or not that far. Oh, I okay. I, I was uh, ten years old, nineteen eighty-eight. Gotcha. The, about, the, the, glo- the glory was uh, ill remembered. That's about the same, man. Uh, it was the uh, actually it was the day that uh, that the Vols clan moved to Hicksville, Ohio, from Fort Wayne was January first, nineteen eighty-nine. Oh, really? So the day we won the national title, we moved to Ohio. Why don't you and, move? Why don't you uh, move back to Indiana, man? I, I, you, you I have, really don't know <laughs> what might happen if that did. You might you might have done you might have broke something there in the uh, in, in the space time continuum. Or I remember something. Dad falling off the ladder during the game sometime. I I, I don't know. Pal, get off the ladder. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, so this tell me, this is an early signing period. This is not the official national right. letter of intent day, but anybody that did whatever the hell they're they in. did, that's binding, right? Yeah, yeah they're in. They're, I, unless you're Eddie Vanderdose, uh, you were definitely in. It was uh, from the 20th, which is a Wednesday, to the 22nd, which okay. was a Friday. So those three days, and uh, Notre Dame signed uh, 21 uh, players. That's a lot, man. Yeah, they got 20, and then on, I guess, uh, Braden Lindsey, I guess he ended up sending it in on Wednesday, anyways. Okay, but, but waited to announce. And it he's until the Friday. one that was committed to Oregon, correct? He's like the Kevin Kevin Stefferson Sands. Yeah, Sands. Yeah. He was, uh, at, and he was actually committed record. to Notre Dame. Before. Okay, he was committed to committed, to, decommitted, committed to Oregon. Oregon. Taggart left to go to Florida State. He says, "Okay, yep. I'm back on board." And he's gonna he's a Will Fuller, Kevin Stefferson type player. Is that what he does? Yeah, pretty much. He uh, okay. he's a big track guy, and that was a big pull for him to go mm-hmm. to Oregon. Okay, um, but they realized that they do run track at Notre Dame too. Who? Uh, Troy Pride. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I knew somebody, and I thought it was a guy in the secondary. Yeah, Troy Pride did, and I can't. Atkinson. One of the Atkinsons ran track, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Josh did. I think, or or did George run a little bit? I don't know. They could have they could have taken turns, and nobody would know. You're like, hey, this guy seems awfully fresh. Well, somebody saw much more PT <laughs> on the on uh, the football field. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. Gotcha. Okay, all well, right. We did get another set of twins, and they both signed. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, the Admiola twins, uh, Jason and uh, Justin Admiola, they're what? defensive linemen. D linemen. Yeah, big time recruits. Uh, and now, they're, they're yeah. both out of St. Peter's Prep, same high school as Brandon Wimbush. Yeah, and they also signed another one from that high school in uh, Shane Simon. He's a he's a rover, maybe yeah, turned into another linebacker. Gotcha. Type. So that so that pinstripe bowl win over Rutgers <laughs> a couple of years ago is really really, really paying its really dividends. Pay, really paying off now. Yeah, you, I, get, you, I gotcha. You gotta you gotta love Savvy Jack on that I, one. I gotcha. That maybe that's part of the reason why. He's uh, like, oh, let's go back. Let's go back to Yankee Stadium. Get, yeah, I mean it. they're making my travel schedule this last week look pretty light. Yeah, really light. Oh my gosh! All right, so twenty-one kids—they're all com- like barring. Now let me ask you this: If hypothetically Brian Kelly were to leave, it, are, did, are those no, kids, they're screwed? Are they released or you're not? Uh, there, I thought as, as far as I know, they're pretty much screwed. Um, it, well, good, then great. No, that, also, that's what we I want. Mean, you're locked. Right. You're locked in. You're ours. Did the did did uh, is it Jerkovic or Jerkovic? Uh, I think it's Jerkovic, but uh, I think uh, until he sees uh, any time on the field, we can call it whatever we want. Well, that may not be that long, depending on how things go. Well, <laughs> typically, I don't really want a freshman out there. Regard, I, I don't care. You know, hey man, I mean, I just want to win football games at this point. So well, what, whatever it takes. A freshman isn't going to do it. Jimmy Clausen couldn't do it, and that's Jimmy Clausen. I guess, I guess, and he did have a decided schematic advantage as well. Oh. So. Very get the very. obligatory Charlie Weiss reference in before minute ten. That's always a good thing. Hey. Uh, my brother would be yeah, proud. Martin would be very Maybe proud. Be, be proud there. Yeah, for um, those that don't know that aren't watching on Facebook, but uh, I am not your brother. You're not not anywhere. No, near, no. not anywhere near nope. him. Nope. No, that's all right. That's all right. Okay, so we got so we got twins that are D linemen, and, yeah. and you know it's funny, man. I really like. I feel like we said this uh, uh, a year or two ago too, and maybe we did one of these, or we did a podcast together. Um, you know, Notre Dame's recruiting classes are always pretty highly ranked, but I think a lot of it too depends on like where is that talent, and it seems yeah. like for Notre Dame historically, it's always been on the offensive side of the ball. And if you look at the Clemsons and the Alabamas and and you know the the, the playoff teams of the world, Auburn's, 
the, the Georgia, the, the, they have the D line talents where it's at, man. That's that is the the creeper stat that nobody bar, knows. Yeah. It's if you have the D line talent, that's the difference between winning a championship and not. Absolutely, and in in this class, you take out Jerkovic, your your top like probably eight recruits are all on the defensive side of the ball. In fact, your best. Re- your highest rated recruit is a corner in Houston Griffith. Okay. And then after him is a safety in Derek Allen. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're, you know, you're really stepping up your game defensively. Mike Elko has really done a hell of a job. Yeah. And, and just because of the uh, signing period ending on the 22nd, we still have the normal signing day in February. Yep. Yep. What they did last year at the end of the year, getting a guy like my, you know, Myron uh, MTA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mimosa. Hey, there you go. Our Polynesian Prince. Yeah, there you go. You know, sipping mimosas. They're, they're, they're pretty good on that short game of figuring out what they targeting guys at the yeah. they want and then going after. D- them. Daniel pretty, Cage was a late addition too, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, that he was, a, was that was like a few a, years ago. Yeah, but he was a last week or two kind of guy. Yep. And Cap, he made Capron yeah. Lewis Moore was if you want to go back even farther. Where was he committed to? Do you remember that? A&M. What? Oh, that's right. You're right. And, um, yep, that's right. That's right. Yep, I got you. So we still and hell to it was a was a was a kind of a last. Well, no, he to it was back and forth. To it was similar to Lindsey in that I don't know if he was committed, but he was like Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, back and forth, back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. To it was uh, Georgia Tech, back and forth, gotcha. and uh, that same time was Lynch, Florida State, Notre Dame, back and forth, and that was when uh, Diaco uh, was uh, stalking. Uh, speaking uh, of Ishak Williams, speaking of Diaco, how does my hair looking? Pretty slick. Not, look, not too bad, It's right? looking a lot better than the last time it, I saw I you. I shaved it for football it's season, so I'm about half Diaco <laughs> now in, in the I'm, winter I'm here. I'm a little high right now. This, <laughs> I was looking at that like, man, I needed to. We're going to have to have you go down to HR and to, take uh, a piss in this cup here. Take that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gotcha. You better uh, take some butt hair here. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. All right, so the quarterback is, that's like, we wouldn't need that dude to sign, right? I mean, he's the future of the program, basically? Yeah, or? I would say pretty much just to just to lay it all out there, Notre Dame's probably about five or six scholarships over the limit. Currently, but currently, are for, there for guys that got pe- how many guys that did not? How many more people do you think that they anticipate taking? But between now and February according, signing period, according to some another half dozen kids. According to some sources, they got twenty one right now, or twenty excuse me, twenty two right now, right? Because they just had a, a offensive lineman they flipped from Arkansas, um, who hasn't signed yet, but he committed, so they right, so he will in February. But they want to take. They said they could take up to twenty five. So that you got to think that's three more, and they're like six or seven over the limit right now. Well, at the rate that these guys are getting suspended <laughs> and arrested, shit, that shouldn't be too hard to I get mean, down to eighty five again, right? I mean, if Macy's can just like put out a uh, a rack of Nautica know, gear, you know, you might get a few more. Guys, hire one more security guard, and we'll be down to our eighty five scholarship so, limit. I mean, there's always high attrition, and you know that. You know, is Matt is Alize Alize Mac coming back? Mm. He's suspended for the bowl game, right? Yeah, he got suspended yeah. for the bowl game. He was uh, pretty late to a lot of meetings is that what it was yeah. okay okay gotcha so he's like the Everett Golson uh just hey my alarm doesn't work mm, or or Ricky Waters or uh Tony Brooks pick, 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 okay okay if you, if you want to go back to the 88 again no I don't know man that's 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 a long let's time let's take it back to 88 <laughs> you see when that thing goes red right at the top oh. there when that thing turns red I'm it's fine for me I'll but, just be quiet then well I, I don't know what the this I, thing I picks up know. but somebody listening to this the, the podcast they just got they shot out their car didn't they <laughs> 
potentially they just shot back just to 1988 ejected through the ceiling of their vehicle, left a dent like Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, good for them. In, in the uh, Jeep, uh, not Commander, what the hell? Comanche? Gra- no. Grand Wagoneer, baby? The Grand the Wagoneer. Wo- the Woody. All right, there you go. There's your 80s uh, film reference for the day, too. <laughs> okay. So do what we- are John Lithgow's greatest films? <laughs> I mean, it. And how do you how do you pick even one with that guy? Oh, I don't know. Uh, all right, so do we get a running back? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, his name is Jameer Smith, and he is a candidate for uh, one of my favorites because his hair is uh, completely on point. Dread. Oh man, it's he's, okay. he's got it just right. uh, basketball on top. It's it's fantastic. Okay, all right. And Marquis Step decommitted is now as now a USC Trojan. Is, are you shitting me, man? Oh my god. But that was a that was an academic that, issue. Like he okay, right? I didn't some wanna... some both the school he, and Step. He, he, he was coming. Either he didn't hit some requirement, or he didn't do something that some was supposed to be right. done and at I'm some not, point. I'm not going to speculate too hard, other than the fact that he didn't. He wanted to be at Notre Dame. Yeah, wasn't able to. Right. And the staff, I think, when the report came out, the staff was actually helping him find somewhere to go to. Well, I doubt sure they were trying. Yeah, I, I exactly. doubt they were pushing him towards a USC. I think uh, Purdue was in, in IU. Or wow, in this guy's got a Amir Carlisle tra- trajectory going on. <laughs> USC. Bad, then back could to be, South Bend, be. over to Lafayette. So yeah, okay, so yeah, we uh, we got one long, running back. But the, I, it, really, if you think about it from a transfer standpoint, Ty Isaac did the dirtiest to to Notre Dame, uh, right? He not not only did he get, did he commit and start to, out to at USC, USC then he ends, ends up, up in Michigan. Michigan. It's yeah. like, geez, man, why don't you? The guy, hey, I just found out he's taking uh, his graduate transfer year for ISIS at this point. <laughs> you know, it's like good grief, man. Is that, is that the way it's going to be? Probably. <laughs> Jeez, dude. All right, all right. So, um, tight end. I I think we I saw Got two the, of them. Yep, yep, I saw that. Which, yeah, uh, George uh, Takas. Takas. George Takas. And then uh, Tommy Tremble out of uh, out of Georgia. Tommy Tremble, man, just That's sounds, be a great name. sounds like you know. He, and his tape, Sometimes his tape looks smooth. It, 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 could, it could be a pun me to tremble. Yeah, it's gonna be a pun. Uh, tremble. Pun galore. It's it's gonna tremble. be fantastic. But uh, getting two tight ends, I, I don't really know if that was that important to get a second one. But they really like Tremble, and they there was a lot more talk about him with maybe a different position. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I, I that's one of those things. Like if you think about Troy Nicholas, big body banger, yeah. then well, Eifert is basically a glorified receiver. This, and this recruiting class, they used. Remember when when Kelly first came in. They talked more about like big athlete, big skill, what, I mean, you know, whatever he talked whatever, all kinds whatever of shit, shit they were talking about. You know, <laughs> none with, of it ever. When they, when they were trying to justify a three star, basically, <laughs> right? You know, we're going to use yeah. him somewhere. Yeah. Oh, which, Bru- which actually, which, the Bruce Heggy well, experiment. Well, <laughs> this guy's he's a he's that a, was before big they, power. That was before he could buy tackling robots. You yeah. know, yeah, that's <laughs> a big power right there. But uh, but really, that they, they talked about that with Tremble a little bit. Okay. Was, he might be. Hey, could be listen, I mean, else. somebody could, you know, it's not impossible to run an H back, you know, with just a big, with a banger back there. It was, it works sometimes. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I keep, I keep screaming out. I've been looking at fullbacks, no shit, for like the last like couple of months. Like, welcome to the party, just, Josh. Hey, I've been there for a long time. Did you watch I, Navy? I, I this, Navy's listen. fullbacks averaging eight yards a did carry. Did you see that? Third, it was third and sixteen. It was third and sixteen. It's the exact a, same play they runs, ran against us on third run, and sixteen. He runs a dive for twenty-two yards. They it's did the fucking same beautiful. thing to us, and oh. I knew it was coming. I'm like, they got this. It's great. They fucking you know, got it this. It was amazing, man. But it no, was amazing. But no, I've been. Uh, I don't give a shit if you run the run and shoot. You should have a fullback on your team at all times. I like where I like where your head's at. Just I like where your head's at. Just the one scholarship. 
I mean, this you uh, you did get not even a, a, a eighth of the way into your first no. bourbon, and you're talking fullbacks. I, I like this, man. I get sexy when I talk oh, about yeah, fullbacks. Right. Hey, favorite position on the field, but can you use them? Well, yeah, I you know, look, I mean, I'm again to have a, a big body inline blocker tight end versus a, like a, a, a straight line guy. Remember Owen Schmidt from nope. uh, West Virginia. No, nope. he was the one who always got his head busted open. Nope. All right, well. Got some head busting, some wig splitting. Uh, you don't remember that guy? Nope. One of uh, Rich Rod's uh, no, dream boys there in West Virginia? No, I, I missed that. Oh, that guy, that was a hella fullback. Yeah, all right. I'm sure he was great. Okay, so so secondary, we got a couple studs in the secondary. We got yep. some twins on the D-line. Yep. We've got a running back that's not Marquis Step, but he has good hair. Yep. We've got the quarterback that everybody proclaims could be the second coming of Christ. Potentially coming up in a non blasphemous way, you're like talking to like the second, the second run, the next coming, coming of like Ron, pa- Ron Paulus. I mean, uh, pick, pick your Pennsylvania quarterback in the second coming of Dan Marino, maybe. I don't know. I was gonna say Trace McSorley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know if he's actually from Pennsylvania. Who McSorley? Yeah, I don't know. He probably is. He looks like a dude. He's probably from. <laughs> Everybody from wait till Kelly Bloor gets that a hold is, of you. That is not in no nah, that listen. Pennsyl- hey, Pennsylvania nah, people. That, that's that's Philly. That's like East. That's that's practically you're Jersey. Not call, you're not even call that Pennsylvania. That's, that it's not yeah. the same state. Trust me, that ain't the okay. Same. Not not like Western. You know, not not the same as Western. Amish country, basically, basically where we're at right now. More or less, yeah. They're fracking. The same people. They're fracking, fracking out there. Yeah. You know, versus you know, catch, it's a, you get the fracking in there, catching you know, that leakage. Yeah, 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 that's you get a different fracking in Philly. You know. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So tight ends, we got running back is a little light, but are you concerned about our lack of running backs at this point? I mean, Josh no, Adams, I, is I, he going to go pro? I, uh, you know, I would have said for sure about a uh, week ago, but uh, just some reports coming out. Kelly talking to him. Uh, he could be, I mean, he really could be returning. <sighs> I I would advise him not to uh, based upon just getting injured. Yeah. But he could return, and then you still got you know, Fol- Sexy did, Dexy, you did, got did, Tony Jones. Did Fol- Folston had another year eligibility when he left, didn't yeah. he? He did. Yeah. That's right. And he didn't get no. drafted. And that, I mean, that could be the cautionary tale for Adams. I mean, but no. he's I, I couldn't see him having a better year next year than he did this year, mm. unless he can stay healthy all year, which he hasn't been proven that he can do because he takes a beating you know what's crazy too man I, like i'm and, and i was thinking about that i was like he, he, i mean he did get a lot of carries you know i get it but then at the same time like i i'm watching this navy game and i'm looking at navy stats for the year because say hey, look i'm a i'm a un, unabashed triple option <laughs> you know it's my fantasy is having kenny matalolo run triple option for notre dame that that's is that how you coach your uh, your basketball team uh, listen, man. We, we were we were talking about that on Twitter the other day. I I, I how pissed I coach, you must get I coached, on like a half court pass. I coached an undefeated when just dribbling up and handing off would do. I was a defensive coordinator for an undefeated third and fourth grade football champion team, and it was great. And now and now we can say we have that. My bro- in every podcast my, this year. <laughs> no shit. And then my brother and I coach a fifth grade girls basketball team, and we lost in a double elimination tournament. We lost to two. Teams that are not as talented as we are, they just we came out flat, and mm. and our team was just forgot the most basic fundamental. I don't know how Brian Kelly it was, does it, it was, week it was, after it was, week. It was, it's, the, it was, I mean, the, it was the Notre Dame uh, night road game. I, I don't know how Brian <laughs> Kelly does it, man. It was like this was a game on ABC, and it was eight o'clock. It was horror. I was just I I looked him in the eyes and I said, you know, I. 
I've never questioned your desire to win or to compete or to, to, to try hard, but you, I don't even think you guys look like you care. And I'm embarrassed for the level of effort that you put out there. <laughs> Is that what and you I, laid on them fifth graders? Yeah. You were embarrassed for them. Yeah. I was embarrassed for myself. I'm like, I don't care about them. They're fifth grade girls. I can get, they'll get over it. Yeah. I got a damn <laughs> reputation to uphold here, man. Come on. The hell? Uh, yeah, no, it was bad. It, it was bad. Uh, what was the point of that? So um, that you want them to run the triple option on the court? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. Well, I, listen, I wouldn't mind just if we could hand it off. We got some big girls on our team. We could definitely fullback dive it. Third and sixteen oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, no, I was looking at the amount of carries that like Navy's full. The, the running backs for Navy have uh, for the entire year, and I like Adams had 170 or whatever it was, and Zach Avey's got like 9,000. Right. No, AB had some shoulder injuries and in, in that too, but I mean, I just. It, Yes, Adams got a lot of carries, but it's like it's not like. Well, I mean, it's just not. It's not just the amount of carries. It's the fact, you know, on carry three of the season. If you get hurt, yeah, you're hurt, yeah. and that carries on all season long. So <laughs> carries on. I mean, psh. all right, there you go. But so I mean, and it's and he has been. Yeah, he's had injuries since he was in high school. He's had issues, so. And he hasn't had a full season where he's had any kind it, of full it, health. It, I, it's hard for me to talk. You know, it's one of those things for running backs where it's like, you know, you're you're watching James Aldridge or somebody. Oh. it's just somebody has some killer season and you always want, like, somebody else, you know. Or Folston is just rocking it out and you're always like, man, I just want to see Greg Bryant. You know, and I, it's like every – there's always the always – like, so, There's always something. Like, it's like, it's, uh, dude, Josh Adams – had it not been for uh, the the last third of the season absolutely collapsing, not not just for him but the entire right. team and 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 the ability to for the line to block and all these other things like the, just the whatever it was that they had going that mojo that they had found completely vaporized and dissipated in the in the in the back half of the yeah, season. Fans but, straight hate on Josh Adams, but but yeah, you got a guy that's in the Heisman conversation who's ripping off two hundred and fifty yard games, and it's like, man, I kind of wish he'd go to the NFL so I could see. Dexter Williams yeah, can it, tote the rock next listen, year, and you're like, wait a minute, dude, just just hold on a second. This guy <laughs> was in the Heisman race. I know it. It behooves me. Listen, and it's like that every year for me, at least. Was, what's funny is it's actually his running back coach, Autry Denson, with, who is the all-time leading rusher at Notre Dame, went through the same fucking thing. Remember, you know, remember when Denson was there, four years running. There was always somebody better, whether it was Randy Kinder or somebody. Randy Kinder. Somebody was behind him who was supposed to be faster. He could do all this shit. And yet here's Denson. He's the leading yeah. rusher in school history at Notre Dame. Now, Josh Adams, if he comes back next year for his fourth year, yeah, I think he only needs like maybe 12, 1,300 yards. And he's the all-time leading rusher. Yeah. And here's the guy that everybody wants to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, I wouldn't, so we get say, more I, of I wouldn't say I want him to There's get a, out of Dodge. There is but... a lot. Listen, since I've been dropping a few stories, there has been a ton of fans who just want him to get out so we can watch Dexter Williams it, it, again that that's just that's interesting and I've it, look it, I've been in that it, I just don't think they ever used if, if, you're saying get, if you're saying get Cam McDaniel out there, then that then that's justified. <laughs> then you, you're you're no you're, you're on point. Get this guy. But here's the a hell guy who's here. breaking off huge ass runs. He's got he's one of the le- the country leaders in uh, yards after contact. It's not like just like people say. Well, he's got these huge holes. Well, that's fine and dandy. But when he has all these yards after first contact, he's also pounding it out. Yeah, it's it, it's a matter of you know I, like Miami was a was a horrible game plan. 
to use for Josh Adams. Yeah. Drawing him out instead of just pounding him on the inside. Well, yeah. Which is stupid. So, yeah. But, you know, people always want what they think is, be- you know, bigger, better, badder. Well, I mean, again, and I said this on one of the podcasts earlier in this year, Indy Fan Radio, if you have if you missed it, Indy Fan Radio on One Foot Down, if you're a loyal One Foot Down listener, you reader, watcher, visitor, frequenter, commenter, perhaps, then yeah, I'm sure you know the podcast. You might have thought this guy's an asshole. Now you get to at least get to see me and look me in the eye. Hey, bring it. Um, yeah. Hey, I got. To, I pissed somebody off so bad today just by uh, stating. I, I saw you get a little. You went, get a little twitchy on the block button. Yeah, there. You got, got a little got, quick with the block button. Oh man, I, I'm just done with dealing with yeah, that maga there. I gotcha. But uh, yeah, beat me in the Joyce parking lot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which is which is actually is one of the most common things that is a. Uh, I've dealt with as a blogger. Have, last 10, have you 10 years. have you noticed that Notre Dame fans seem edgier lately? No, not no. not any more than usual. Nope. Okay. No, I I actually wondered that. I actually wondered that the other day, just see the people are a little more jumpy. But they've well, always. I, it's always. I been mean, like that. I was about as tightly strung and tightly wound as well, you could la- possibly be last, last year. Last year, yeah. You know, I've I've just basically. I don't want to say I gave up, but you know, it's like what I, I'm. I mean, it was a four and eight season that uh, looked like there was it, no hope it, it uh, for su- the future it at all. It sucked the the life and the fun out of Notre Dame football for me, and I got some of that back being a hashtag RTDB run the damn ball kind of guy. I mean, I definitely got that thrill back up my leg a little bit at the yeah. beginning of the season. What's not to like? Do they 515 yards, whatever the hell it was, against Miami of Ohio? Yeah, I realize it. Oh, BC. It, yeah, right, exactly. So it's like, yeah, I mean, they're not the world beaters, but BC's not terrible either. No. Um, and, you know, they're, they're a coordinator removed they from having They won their pinstripe bowl. <laughs> or did they? I can't remember who did on that game. There was uh, Greg Schiano and then um, – Marone, I think, was the guy's name. There was oh, a coach d- uh, d- from Syracuse. Yeah, Doug Marone. There, there were like two or three coach head win. There were two or three pinstripe winning, pinstripe bowl winning coaches that that got NFL jobs after winning the pinstripe bowl. I wonder if Brian Kelly, when he oh, that, went to interview wait, for what the year, Eagles, what year was that? Was that 2013? I think it was like the 10 and 11 co- uh, winning coaches it, or 11 and 12. 20. Was pinstripe before the nut? Was it sort of in either 13 or? Or it would have been eleven, maybe. I, I don't know what, what when Notre Dame won it. The pinstripe, the pinstripe was thir- was two thousand thirteen. The first one they went to, I think, was the Champ Sports Bowl against FSU in well, twenty eleven. Yeah, they went to the Sun Bowl in two thousand ten. Champ Sports in eleven. Uh, twelve was the, the title the, game. The game which will not be spoken of in twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, the some, Death Bucket some, game somewhere then, down in Florida. Yeah, and I think pinstripe was twenty thirteen. Yeah, that's right. That sounds right. He's a uh, he's uh, two and three in bowl games. Twenty fourteen Music City. Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, and that was that was a big game. If you take the Music City Bowl and switch it with the, the name Citrus Bowl, and you probably got a bigger win. What do you think about playing LSU again? Uh, really, for this is the third time in the last ten years, and it, almost ten years. I mean, the I Sugar just, Bowl was just not, dropped that was, story today. LSU is the. Where would people we, find that story, we, Josh? You can go to onefootdown.com <laughs> on uh, SB Nation. But uh, yeah, we played LSU four times in a bowl game, which is the most out of any. Uh, That's crazy. Any other school, we played A uh, and M, Colorado, Alabama, Texas, all three times. Uh, but uh, but LSU, this will be it just uh, number four. It just doesn't feel quite the same as beating up on Rutgers, you know. No, we only played them the one time too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Damn it! Can you believe that? What a, what a real well, what, what a real letdown. Why can't we get Rutgers in a bowl game that's more right, often? That's right. That's right. We got to expand that uh, St. Peter's prep. Don Bosco. Oh yeah. Get, get that recru- pipeline. Recruiting turf. Getting, did we yeah, get that brand? Did we steal anybody or beat anybody? Uh, take anybody away from Penn State? Because I feel like Notre Dame was snatching kids left and right from Penn State from Franklin's clutches a year or two ago. Yeah, and he was having a huge and uh, Narduzzi in Pittsburgh too. I feel like we yanked a kid from him. Uh, I mean, probably got some from their uh, from their backyard. Yeah, uh, but I don't remember. Uh, I really don't. And I, and I know I'll probably be wrong, but I really don't remember a whole lot of uh, flips this year. Yeah, uh, We went after Maryland pretty hard at the end of last year, and we're actually gunning for a, uh, a four-star cornerback right now that's committed to Maryland. Wow. So uh, so Maryland probably got a big beef with us. That's um, Durkin. DJ Durkin's their coach, right? He's the dude from yeah. Where Michigan. Dirk- he was the, the D.C. for yeah. Michigan, I think, right? Or uh, He was one of the coordinators uh-huh. before Harbaugh brought in uh, – Doc Brown and Doc Brown. Who's their OC? Nussmeyer? Is he still there? No. <laughs> that was a that was a rich rod hire, wasn't it? I mean, that's why he fell. He worked for fucking Nick Saban for a little while. Right. I think I think he went up to yeah. uh, to help Rich Rod out for a minute. I, I think he was part of the thirty seven. All right. All right. Well, what do you think? I mean, look, I you know I got uh, like I said, I got the thrill up my leg for for most of the season. Um, again, just like my daughter, once you put swim diapers on her, once once the calendar flips <laughs> over to November, it just it just man, I mean, Wake Forest was a little sketchy at times, I guess, and then from there from that game on, the my, but how sketchy was that? You see what they what they did with uh, A and M today? No, they did, and I was talking to uh, on Twitter to uh, Dave, the CFB Matrix, who's a smart ass dude. Dave Mark too? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a smart dude, and he's he said you know a lot of people underappreciate you know Wake Forest and what Dave Clawson's been able to do, and I said I and get a four year starter in uh, and as I get that, but at the same time, you know, I wonder how much of what they're doing this year is still residuals from Elko. You know, in other words, can they carry that forward now that Elko's gone? And secondly, yeah, I mean, you got Wolford's a damn four. This guy started 14 games as a fucking freshman. So, yeah, so I mean, you, this dude has played, you know, more college football than potentially any other. And you watch, you, you know, you watch <laughs> Other Wolford. than Robert Marv, who inexplicably got nine extra years <laughs> of eligibility for ratting on everybody at Miami. They're like, hey, just go up to Lafayette, man. We'll give you three more years. You know, it's cool. And if you watch Turn Wolford, State, turn state wins for us. I mean, just on point. Their system was set up where it was just a quick read and go, quick And so I'd be curious to see how he does, you know, w- without that. But no, I mean, look, they can, you know, I mean, maybe chalk up a little bit of it to um, they they know Elko's tendencies and and give some of it to. Um, you know they got a good quarterback and they and they get. They, I'm, and I'm just saying Notre Dame fans are notorious for. It, listen, it's. The name Wake Forest doesn't strike fear. It's well, it listen, in, the pre- I mean, in the preseason, you, pe- we, you pencil it off as a win, and you forget about that they actually play football. Yeah, and Wake Forest has had good teams throughout the years. They've we look, we just they're, took two of their they're, coaches they're, for Christ's sake. They're, they're, well, listen you know, I, again. If you're if you if you're looking for a reason to indict Brian Kelly, you can easily use that the other way. It's like, hey, look, well, it ain't like you went out and took the, it ain't like you took Kirby Smart. You know, you took a guy from Wake Forest. All right, right. But what I'm what I'm who saying I think is, is good. That, I'm not saying what you know, I'm, I'm saying. Not. What I'm saying is is that people get all up in arms about having a close game against Wake Forest. 
but they're a good football team, and that can happen. No, I know, but at the and same time, won the I mean, damn game, Brian so. Kelly beat them like forty-two to four yeah. or something one year, and this is also the same program that who I think Elko was coaching at the time when Josh Adams stiff armed a guy in the face went and went ninety-eight yards yeah. down the field. So I mean, okay, no, they're no, they're I, a solid I, I ACC it. team. They got it. some firepower potentially with a, because of a fourth-year QB. Yeah. They threw down 50, 50 points tonight on A and M, but then the flip side is, hey, you beat up a team that doesn't even have a damn head coach. So I mean, oh, he was is, he was up in the booth, he couldn't stop talking. Who, Jimbo? I love how they ask him what the hardest part about uh, about the whole whole transition was in. What he say? It had nothing to do with you know the fact he has to uproot his entire family and move and all that. It was Cruton, Cruton. Yeah, I decided. Got I had, that early signing period. Two weeks for a that Cruton. To, yeah, to a signing Nothing day. to do with uh, probably the endless amounts of hate mail and, uh, yeah, and all that. Not, not the death threats. But uh, the that, hardest part fine. is Cruton. No, look, I mean, he was looking for re- he was looking for a change of scenery from Tallahassee anyway. No, because he's a smart coach because he understands, hey, things are a little stale. Well, I, think, I, need- I think he had some personal reasons to, to get out of town as well. <laughs> I mean, I think there were some pre- like, potentially some bad memories there with his, <laughs> with his, with his, you know. This family that maybe he wanted to, maybe he did not want to perhaps uh, forget. Perhaps. So, <laughs> so whatever. That's uh, you know it is what it is. So, but no, I mean, look, I mean, from Wake Forest on, I mean, I'll put it this way: Notre Dame fans could live in the delusion of, hey, we're only giving up twenty points a game. We're you know this is amazing, and it really wasn't a delusion. They were really doing that. no, they were, I mean, but but then then Wake comes in and, and starts you know lighting the scoreboard up a little bit and yep. moving the ball relatively easy in the in the in the back half of the game. Yep. And then Miami comes and the sh- and the the, sh- the shoe really drops. Yeah, I mean, and the, and I think I think it's been talked about before. I I think the Miami game was was more of the perfect storm than than you. I mean, you could ever get. I mean, it was just the. Did absolute... you? Let me ask you this. So Wisconsin plays Miami in their bowl game. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, it's in the orange. It's, it, it's in the Orange Bowl. It's in Hard Rock Stadium. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I get, I I was like, oh, Wisconsin's. Nah, I don't know. Who'd you take? Who'd you take? I took Miami. I took Miami. <laughs> yeah, I did. Man. I, I'm not sold. Wisconsin's I, the biggest. I think no. I I think Wisconsin is decent. I do, but yeah, what yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. I I think they'll travel well. So I don't know if the home crowd advantage will be quite to the degree that it was against. Uh, listen, Notre Miami, Dame, Miami's fan base you, got up for one game well, in the yeah, last decade. Listen, I mean, half the half the half the Coke in Miami was snorted that night. They're all wearing you, they're all wearing turnover yeah. chains. Everybody grabs their best <laughs> hooker and they head down to the stadium. I mean, that's what it was. It was it was just it was one of those moments that Brian Carey, bleh, Brian Carey. Kelly completely lost. It was a perfect. It was a perfect storm. It was a yeah, bee's yeah, yeah. nest. It was like it was just like, just look, getting, man, you're just trying to get a little the bit. Bee's of, nest. Got you're just on. trying to get a little bit of honey, and you got your hand stuck in there in a damn wasp nest, and you can't get it out. Then all of a sudden, you pull it out, and it's covered in honey and bees, and you try to wipe your face, you know, and, then, and all of a sudden, you got bees in your eyes, and then the kraken comes out from the ocean behind That's you right. and swallows you. It swallows you, and I mean, everybody it, it else that. is dancing around like Mayans dancing around a fire wearing turnover chains and, and, and game we all, over. And we all saw that about, oh, 10 minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, it was. That was a death bucket game. It was a lot like the last time we played in, our, in, the, in that stadium. Go back and listen to Indy Fan Radio show after the Miami post game. If you want to learn what a death bucket game was, that was a death bucket game. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man, if Malcolm Perry would have played for Navy, Notre Dame would have lost to Navy too. Yeah. 
Now I'm telling you, man, Malcolm Perry is a badass. That dude is going to be something. I mean, he, he's not as big as Keenan Reynolds, but that dude can ball out. Without with with him at QB instead of AB. Look, Notre Dame. I, just, I, 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 I can't say one way or the other. Ah, I'm I, telling you, I, I, just, I, I watch I really, enough Navy football. I, I honestly tell give most of these games not even a second's thought once we hit December. Like I, I could look back and think about how many how many different points in the game against Georgia, you know, that we should have beat Georgia. Yeah, no, that's true. That's you know, true. And so I mean, I, you can go back Doesn't and look at all, a lot like of these so, games. That seems like so long oh, ago. Oh, the Georgia game oh, seems like forever gosh. ago. You know, I mean, forever ago. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, it was it was listen, it was an ins- that and that was an insanely weird night. I mean, I'm up in the I'm up in the press box and I'm looking out. Yeah, and that's doesn't and, that guy that tried to fight you on Twitter know he's like, and you go up to your suite. Listen, I'm like, this listen, dude ain't listen. got a suite. He's listen. got press credentials. What are you talking about? Fight him outside the press elevator. You look out on that stadium, and all you see is red. Dude, when they did the lighter thing, I'm like, what freaking planet am I on? It's, I mean, do they even let lighters in in Notre Dame Stadium? I didn't, I didn't think that was allowed. Smoking, smoking Marlboro lights, that, I guess. Maybe. Or was it, was it, were they using phones? Hey, hey you're asking, the, fuck they were you're using. asking the wrong dude. At man. any rate, it was the strangest night. And yet, as good as Georgia is, and they're in the college football playoff, Notre Dame really should have won that game that night. Yeah. With all the dumb shit against them, and that's losing half their crowd. You, yeah. I mean, they got hosed on a couple calls. I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't really give it much thought, and we're way past that. But you, the Let this me, is how good Notre Dame's program really is right now, is that they should have beat Georgia, and they didn't. It's not the fact that that's it's not one the fact of, that we don't have the talent to do it, Josh. That's, it's that you are messing up. That's one of the most irritating things to me oh, about. For, oh, for sure. About Notre Dame under Brian Kelly, I mean, which I, is I could deal with it. Brian the, Smith the, was running around. They're crying. Or at least getting interceptions. Listen, <laughs> they're there was he number fifty eight? I think he was fifty eight. Oh yeah. Brian Kelly and Notre Dame's greatest Greatest games or greatest, greatest accomplishments are almost things. Yeah. Almost winning the national championship. Which is a lot like Charlie Weiss. Almost beating Florida State when Florida State was good. Almost beating Clemson in their house. But let me ask you this: almost the, 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 doing the, all these things, almost getting to the playoffs. Are we I'm, not giving? Listen, are we not giving them enough credit though for some of the games? One like that two thousand, like I don't know, like two thousand thirteen Michigan State. Michigan State's only was it two thousand thirteen? Michigan State's year, they, only, they Michigan State's only Bowl. loss. I mean, I mean, I and I get it. I, we I think we I we did, all know I, we all know of Kelly's. I did I did I anybody that listens to this radio show with any regularity knows that I'm a kind of a Sagarin fan. Yeah. I like Sagarin. I think I ran all the 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 end of the year Sagarin stats from where Notre Dame finished versus where all their opponents finished. And it was pretty, uh, you know, like Notre Dame was like, whatever the numbers were, I'll probably do it again after the end of this year. It, Brian Kelly was something sick, like 2-19 and 19 against teams that finished bet higher than him in Sagarin. Right. So it wasn't good. But the, the Michigan State Rose Bowl team, I want to say, was the greatest disparity of – it was like the biggest spread between Notre Dame's final ranking and, okay. and a team that they beat. I think that was – their the, be- the, the, the best game, their best win. Yeah. Based what, what if what if SC wins the night with the with the forty nine fourteen beatdown in South Bend? 
would that you know because right now i'm looking at that feels good but you know what man i mean i said on willingham's last year i was like as long as they beat michigan i don't care about anything else and it's like okay you know you're now you're out here making deals with god (laughs) like you know (laughs) that's in september now you're sitting here in october like hey god can i can i I put an ad on can i put a writer on that (laughs) yeah right (laughs) Listen yeah, but no, about that about that deal here. You see what had happened was <laughs> so, and I guess, I guess the whole thing with Brian Kelly is is they, he's they, not going anywhere they play, right now. No, he's not. And which so, is why I'm agnostic so I to to Notre Dame football. Basically, I mean, look, I love it. I do a show. I invest my time. I invest my money and equipment. I invest my and time. This is in, nice equipment. Y'all. I, uh, really nice. That's what she said. Some <laughs> <laughs> nice equipment. Yeah, we might. Listen, I I mean, I put I put time and effort into doing this. I want the show to be good. We don't do a ton of research, but we do enough. We watch all the games. No we don't notes want, tonight. We don't want uh, right. You know, I got well, we got a bottle. Of, uh, Elijah Craig back here, so that's enough research. But I'm not that. Oh, look, I don't want the show to suck. We 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 do it. We do it for the fans. We do the live show. The live to run it on Blog Talk Radio is not free, you know. So we spend, you know. I enjoy talking to these people, and I love Notre Dame football. At the same time, last year ruined so much stuff for me. That's just like, I mean, come on. I was man. amazed to see you up in South Bend this year. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, it, I said it, if they became but, but, top ten, but I would it was go. Under, it was understandable. I, I mean, got free parking. Free, free, free yeah, parking I got free, free tickets. I got free tickets to my kids. So, I took my kids. Yeah. So why don't you know? Why wouldn't you go? Yeah, I didn't spend. But it was, I didn't spend but it's my did, own. It still shock me a little money. Bit. Well, look, okay, you know, whatever. I didn't. I didn't spend my actual own money to do anything up there. It was well, a good time. My kids had a great time. We sat ten rows behind the bench. Uh, we had a, a, a joy slot pass. Um, it's a, it's I, a nice new stadium. I saw them run all over Miami. It was all, it was, it was fine. Uh, but you know, look, I mean, it, it, and they, they were at that point, they were turning the corner of looking like, like this is legitimately Brian Kelly 2.0. This is a different guy with a different MO. Right. I don't know if he stepped back or whatever the hell it is. I mean, the defense clearly looks different because Elko understands the game of American football, whereas, whereas Brian Van Gorder's a complete tit. <laughs> but other than that, you know, this offense, you know, there's a paradigm shift here and it looks different. And right. what they're doing to teams is the kind of football that I enjoy, that I will gladly embrace. So all things were pointing up at that point and they were and they were borderline top 10 team. Well, now from that point they look like my fifth grade girls basketball team and the thing and you know and and what was the, is it the Roots album all, it all falls down what was the Fall, falls apart fall, all falls, falls apart. apart yeah right exactly you got people running like ah give me uh, <laughs> you know they're listen, coming I, with fire hoses like get out that, I guess that kind of brings me to listen I have a Brian Kelly conspiracy theory it's, does it involve me or this show no hell no damn it but all right. What is it? It's not really a conspiracy. It just sounds better because it's a conspiracy. But you, you talk. I'm going to pour bourbon. Here's here's the thought, people. Listen, everybody knows that the third year, like when it comes to like Notre Dame coaches, but it's not really just Notre Dame coaches. It's a lot of coaches at big programs. The third year, you know, is the year where you can win a national title. Yep. You know, and Kelly did that in 2012, took him to the national title game, got our asses waxed. Hey, they're not sponsoring us. Mm, we need some money. Fine. It's not anyway, 94 proof, man. That's anyways. Good. So, it, so what happens when you get a new coach? You got a whole new staff, right? Yeah. So usually, ba- 
Usually. So what, Usually. I mean, there's there's actually a couple of... <laughs> Unless you're Herm Edwards, and then you end up getting a whole new staff anyways <laughs> you know, by the end of the thing anyways. Sometimes, sometimes there's some holdovers. You know, coaches come in, they'll yeah. keep a guy, yeah. you know, just to kind yeah. of... Yeah. The glue from the, the... glue, the Dave Arandas of the world. So basically what happened, just... And the, listen, this is no way of me endorsing Brian Kelly or anything like that. Sounds just, like you're endorsing Brian Kelly. Well, you may sound like that, but... I'm just kind of laying it out there's there. No, like, there's no room for that on my like, show, here, Josh. Here, here, is, here is something you can think about, all right? So, you are in year one. Brian Kelly replaced most of the coaching staff, and the, and the biggest ones at that, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams. I mean, the strength and conditioning, everything's new, right? Yeah. So, basically, my question to everyone is, is if Brian Kelly was actually – named Bob Stoops, how would you feel about this season moving forward? Would you feel better? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see, get into see, it. See, taking the breath. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, bring it down, bring it down for a second. Let me, let me get all this out there. I'm not Martin. Yeah, I know. He he knows. He knows to start. Get your point out. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to speed it up. He starts picking, up the, you he starts picking up the pace. He I'm knows he's not going to get. The, he's not going to get the microphone back. All right. For so what? 10 so minutes. what happens? All right. So what? What if Brian Kelly's name was Bob Stoops? You have this new staff. You have a team that went from being four and eight to now nine and three. You're going to play a major bowl game. I mean, the Citrus Bowl isn't a New Year's Six, but it might. It's it's got just as good a history of the pe- as the Peach Bowl for Christ's sake. So so let, let, let's let's keep it on that level. And you're playing L- an SEC team. Regardless, you're nine and three. Let's just say it's the first year of the Bob Stoops era. Do you feel better about another? And they're in a t- they're a top ten recruiting. Um, rankings right now. Do you feel better about Notre Dame's future because that coach's name is Bob Stoops? Yeah. Then absolutely. Re- See, anybody. It doesn't so, even have to be Bob Stoops. It could be anybody. Because B- Brian Kelly, for me, is so stale. It's like I've been sitting no, on the no, toilet I, for so no, long, and my I, legs are asleep and I, and I can't get up. I get that. <laughs> what we talk about? We talk about Brian Kelly fatigue, right? Yeah. The other day we said, yeah. It's like, I mean, and, it, and, I, and I am. It's I, like, I am. Yes. Okay. I'm you, Brian you, Kelly fatigue. You, you bounce back to nine but, and three from four and eight, but like, it, but here's the difference. But what I'm, say, what I'm saying is, we can't, from, from we can't what, forget that four and eight was his fucking fault. No, I don't. But but I, I mean don't. but for another coach I guess I guess what I guess what I'm thi- saying is everything comes in cycles in college football okay. and when we talk about the, the the year three it's a real thing for whatever reason not just at Notre Dame but at other institutions all over a new co- now see a new coach will come in and he'll turn a program over like this and people are generally pretty fucking pumped about. Yeah. But what happened? Yeah, you know. Re- but look, I mean, look at. I mean, so if you look at look it from at, that standpoint, look at Fuente. This is what his second year. I mean, no. he's basically done probably lost a, his bowl a, game a job this year of equivalent to what Brian Kelly's done with Notre Dame. Pretty much, yeah. Basically, right? I mean, for the most part. For the most part. I mean, I mean nine and three records. I can't it, say it, that Virginia Tech's yeah schedule was any. Was but you know on the same level. I mean, I really couldn't I don't say. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Notre Dame's is pretty tough. I mean, but, his schedule was tough. It was really tough. You know, but but I mean, he's basically done a decent job the last couple no, of years. No, he kind of he, he kind of carried the torch from Beamer. He was fortunate enough to have Bud Foster with a carryover again, a glue guy. The glue guy. So you know, and and a really good glue guy. That you know, but if but if you were a, a Virginia Tech fan who, but it wasn't who like was, Virginia Tech had tanked before Fuente got there. Beamer had stepped down. 
You know, he had yeah, walked, I know, he had but he got away. stale, man. He was like but, Mac Brown. Yeah, I mean, it's just like right. But he's, it, was, it was like it was like a. No, I mean, he wasn't going four and eight, but but he was. But it was just it's like it's old, man. I mean, we just need something fresh. No, we, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that fresh or not, you got you got all this other freshness back. It's it's kind of like you open up the fridge. And you got this fucking container of in the Tupperware of like some spaghetti from like two weeks ago. Yeah. But everything behind it is the shit your wife just bought at the you know the grocery you store. You got to eat the old stuff first, you know, man. You got to eat the old stuff, anyways. Yep. Yep. What I'm saying is like, look, Brian Kelly's not going. FIFO. Any- That's FIFO accounting right there. You're just gonna have to deal with this. Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. No, he's not. No one wants he's him. He's not. But the, that was your question: is is he gonna go anywhere? But, and can I be excited if, about if, it? Your if, point was: would if, I be? If his, a- if his name was Bob Stoops, if you take. Take everything if else his out name of, was basically anything besides it, Brian Kelly, I'd probably be well, excited. Well, I, I throw the Bob Stoops name out there for well, he's for the he's, the, dr- he's the dream scenario because he's got the best winning percentage of any coach available right now. Okay, so his name is Josh Voles. Are you excited about it, look, about if, the about the future look, of Notre Dame football if it's, based off of this season? Not if, if it's PJ Fleck. No, if it's PJ Fleck, no. Why is that? Because he hasn't done. I mean, no. I, I, I mean, I'm not. A, he's I'm not, not a PJ Fleck guy. No, I just, because he's not. He hasn't done shit yet. I mean. All right. So, so based off of what they did this, season, I mean, there's a threshold for me. You would be, you would me. be excited if, as long as it was a coach who had a track record of greatness, as opposed to an up and comer. If it even less Miles, who I don't think's the best thing since sliced bread. But you, but you love Miles. Miles he may not have the best I, thing since sliced bread, but you love him. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say I love him, but I mean, I like. We talk a lot about less Miles. We do. We do. You know what we do. Okay, it's like talking about Kyle, like it's like Kyle Whittingham and Les Miles. I, just, I do just, like I do like Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham, Les Miles, like Kyle, Kenny Amatololo. You and I have had more conversations about these three I, men than non fans like, of these schools. Should I like ever have. Kyle Whittingham because I think his bowl record is now up to eleven and one. Yeah, no, Kyle Whittingham's is a great. All coach. I do is win, win, win. No matter. Not well, to mention he gets tons of Polynesian players, which I which we are thoroughly totally enjoy. For, as yeah. as do as does Ken Niamatololo. Yeah. And if you notice, I said a couple years ago Notre Dame needs more, and yeah, more. Well, it seems like the recruiting's kind of picked up in that area. And we, and we've got I'm, more not, I'm not saying Just it's saying. a direct result of me, but maybe no. somebody's listening here. In fact, in fact, I think we uh, we entitled. One of the, uh, what they're going to say is ago. that shitty-ass option play they ran to Chase Claypool. <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, we listen to your podcast, Tightness. You talk about the option all the time. Next thing you know, we got fucking <laughs> look, Ian. Look, we're doing it. We got Ian Book throwing option Shit, we're pitches. we're the option here. It's the same thing. <laughs> Ain't the same, dude. He Damn had an it. option. Good grief. Give me a break. He had an option um, not to call that play. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm over I, Brian Kelly. I mean, look. I, no, and I, th- I, I agree. I think we're all Brian Kelly fatigued. What, what's I mean, going to get better? I mean, look, the recruiting class are great. So everybody's like, look, he's just signed another great recruiting class. Talent has not been the problem no. for Notre Dame. It hasn't. And if you again, you want to go back to what I said 20 minutes ago, maybe d- talent on the defensive line, if you want to say that, okay, fine. It's up and down. They've had some. Look, Sheldon Day was a badass. Lewis Nix, pretty damn solid. To it, to it stud. Lynch. Lynch would have been great if he would have stuck, stuck, around. stuck around, right? So, and, and, and I'll tell you what, K- KLM, by his, he, he did not have a dominant career. It's not like he was clowny his all his but, years. But, but when Cameron Lewis Moore was, left, you felt it. By the you, time he you, was a fifth-year senior, that day he was a man. And that next year without was, him, you, you knew absolutely. Oh, we're missing, Absol- we're missing ab- Absolutely. And if you have some level of consistency like that all through this year, you probably you probably have a, a somewhat different uh, performance from Brian Kelly. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's going to still be some boneheaded decisions and, and things like that in games. That they I just guess, piss I guess away. My, my whole point on all that was 
listen, I'm not I'm not pining for Brian Kelly. I'm not you trying. I'm, I'm not trying to call for his. I'm not trying to call for his job or say he should be saved. I'm just saying he, it, he's far, safe regardless. As, just Swarbrick right. will never get rid of him, so it doesn't really. As this far, is a moot conversation. If, if, if you want to be a, if you want to find a little more sanity as a fan, I guess is what I'm saying. You could look at it in those general terms: is we are in year one of the three year projection of a new coach. So, 2019 national champs, motherfuckers. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I I, yeah. at this at this point in year. 900 with Brian Kelly. You're just, you're just throwing shit against the wall and, and hoping. I, look, for I the mean, best. It, what I saw through seven slash eight games this year was was a guy that I could fully get behind and and a and a and a style of football that I could fully support. I mean, what I saw was a team that was fundamentally sound that played defense that ran the football. And if that's what you get, if that's the product, I don't care who the coach is. I mean, that's why I, you want. To, I had an argument with some guy who doesn't understand football the other day on Twitter. <laughs> He's like, "Well, who would you get?" I'm like, "There are a lot of coaches that." That I'm, is always the thing brought up. You know what? There's well, probably, who are you going to get? Listen, who are you going to get to here, win here, eight games a year? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, honestly. but here's the thing for me at this at this stage of the game now having eight years elapsed with Brian Kelly it's like the guy it's it's like a guy at a grade school dance okay who's standing with you know with his with his hands in his pot you know this he's standing with his thumbs in his pockets with the rest of his hands sticking out just his thumbs in his pockets back in the corner by the trash can Is he talking about foosball no I'm just like <laughs> this guy's watching every single girl leave the dance and they're like hey Jerry, you should ask some girl to dance. And he's like, well, who am I going to ask to dance? Meanwhile, Susie leaves with Todd. And Betty Lou, every single hot girl walks out of the place over the course of the entire yeah. night. And this guy's just standing there the whole time like, well, who am I going to ask to dance? Well, who am I going to ask to dance? Well, who am I going to ask to dance? Finally, he's the last fucking person in the entire <laughs> place. Like, well, who am I going to ask to dance? Well, listen, dickhead, you just watched 30 people walk out the door and you didn't do jack shit about it. And so that's for me. It's like, well, who are you going to get? Well, I don't know. I mean, Texas went out and got Herman. Baylor went out and got Matt Rule. I'm not saying every single one of these guys is the best guy since sliced bread. You know, people are like, well, look at Georgia. They got rid of Mark Richt. He's a great coach. Well, I don't know. Kirby Smart's in the fucking playoff right now. Can you believe Kirby Smart's only 42 years old? I, don't, I can't believe I'm 39, man. I want to stick a That's knife like, in my forehead. At yeah, but look at, yeah, but you look at Kirby God. Smart, I actually feel young. I'm like, I, I, know. I don't look that old. Listen, I, I just, for me, <laughs> again, I just you see so many people making moves. Some of them work, some of them don't. But they're just. But up until this year, there was absolutely no reason to have faith that Brian Kelly would turn the corner. Now, that being said, what you saw through seven games at the beginning of this year was encouraging. It just, it, it just, I don't know if is that real or is that a shell game or did it disappear as fast I, as I it? Do, I just came? don't. I don't or think, is, it, is it even reasonable to assume with with Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey leaving that you'll ever even see anything remotely close to that ever again? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I I can't say one way or the other. I think that that's where we're trending at. I mean, I think Nelson is a once in a generation lineman. I mean, Quentin Nelson is was he's, absolutely he's a beast. Yeah, he's great. A, a, just a man. He is. 
Was McGlinchey overrated? Maybe a little bit. Probably, maybe a little, a little bit. bit. A, a but tad. But, but again, I mean, but, he, but it does not mean that he is but, not a really, really no. He's good, great. He's great. I mean, he's but, as good as Ronnie Stanley. And and the fact that, that you think that he's a little bit overrated probably stems from the fact that he's standing next to to Quentin Nelson. Exactly. Because exactly. if he's standing next to oh I don't know, pick somebody. You Alex know, Bars. Yeah. Who? No, I mean, <laughs> Bar, I think I think Bars is good. Too. I think Bars is good too. But what I'm saying, I mean, is, what I'm saying is that is. Notre Dame has been able to just generate, not just generate, but they, they, re, they recruit these guys, they, they coach them up, they develop them, offensive linemen. They've had good offensive linemen for a long time. I mean, under, especially under East End, they've done a pretty good job. They've had, they've had their moments. I don't think that we won't have a good offensive I think we'll have a pretty good offensive line next year. We still have, from the center over on the other side, you got three guys coming back. Yeah. You know, and you got a fourth. I mean, really, you got four starters coming back because you you know you figure in Hainsey and uh, and Kramer, yep. you know, going in and out there. Yeah, Mustford's so, back, right? So I mean, you got four, you got four starters coming back. That's as good as any line in the country. You don't have to be you know the fucking NFL superstars here. You just have to be good at college football. Yeah. So I I think that I think they can definitely do that again. I think if you as long as you make a commitment to the run game and you make that. Who you are, and I think they they did that. They tried. They did. There's such a curveball, man. I just, because I just, I just was, think this it's, was so, the, it's not as. I don't think it's as simple as that. Is is the thing though? I think when it comes down to, you know, you make in game decisions. It could come down to a hundred different fucking things. But it's not like they didn't want to run the football down everybody's throat. But when it didn't happen. Do you panic a little bit? Do you try to do something? Well, they do the did. Pl- yeah, are the, no, are, that's Brian and, Kelly and, to and a it's, team. And it's, it's, but, it's not, but it's not just coaching either. Some of the, I mean, some of these players shit down their fucking pants. You still have to have a quarterback. Is that coaching? You don't think that's coaching? I, I think it could be. A, I think it could be it, just a player shitting you, out it, his pants. It, oh, if you say it's not coaching, then I feel a lot better about my basketball team's <laughs> performance in the tournament. You know, I, well, I mean, it's a combination. I mean, you you can't go out there and make. It's not like Brian Kelly was the one that was coughing up the fucking. Ball on a kick return against Stanford. You Look, know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. There, there, there's all sorts of, especially in football, there is well, all sorts here, of variables. I'll, there. I'll tell you what I do know is that Brian Kelly, when they get down and things look a little squeamish, is very, very, very quick to abandon the run. I mean, I don't has think been, yeah. it has been, and I don't think he's, it, a, he's a they're 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 good for front runners. I, I don't think anybody can dispute that. And no, I, and I, and I, I think not. for him, his his whoopie. His his safety, you know, his 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 in, in case of emergency break glass plan yeah. has always been launching it deep. I mean, listen, the fact is, Will Fuller's bailing the guy out of a one score game against Virginia, uh, a shitty Virginia team. I know, but I mean, we're talking about two years ago. No, I know, but my point, my, but my I mean, point, but they're not, they're not, not even. No, I know, the, but their my team but Josh, but like my that. point is, this year, no, it this year it sure as hell turned into that. You, they were chucking it to Stefferson to bail him out against Stanford when they pissed a lead away. But I mean, but you pissed the lead away. But you're in the but you're in the fourth quarter though. After leading by 18 right. points, whatever the hell the lead is. But my my point is, you score. They squander a lead, and then Brian Kelly's like, "All right, fine, just launch it deep, and we need a good receiver to bail us out." Now that's what that's usually what he does. So what are they going to do against LSU without Stefferson and Claypool? Is ESB going to be the guy? No, Can I you count it. on Wimbush? I got. Is do you? Is there? I'm, I'm, all is there I'm saying is, is it's, it's never as simple. As as what it's made out to be, it's it's. I mean, shit, I, can, I, get, I can condense it I get, all to I a get, hashtag RTDB, four get, letters and a and a symbol. <laughs> against against Stanford, they were didn't lose the lead until the fourth quarter, and that was off of some stupid ass turnover. I mean, for God's sakes, it wasn't like like they were chucking it, chucking it. 
He threw an interception because you threw the ball once, which you can do when you're running the ball. But their, you their, their, their offense, you a, their offense turned into let's just give it to Stefferson. No, hope he o- does something electric. No, their offense turned into Brandon Wimbush can't hit shit, and we're gonna hope and pray because we still have to throw the ball every once in a while. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's not like you're playing shit teams you you know you're playing because since you started going to the press box do you have to like tote this this brian kelly line or i mean is it listen i am not listen (laughs) i call for brian kelly's head about as hard as anybody last year but i'm also pretty logical where i don't just pick up a fucking pitchfork anytime something doesn't go right I mean, shit happens. Nah, the first thing you do is you grab you grab the torch man i mean you you grab the torch first then the pitchfork second i don't (laughs) I'm, I'm never a part of those kind of meetings, so I don't really know which which order it goes. What I'm saying is, is that I'm you look at it as a whole, and there's a lot more going on than just holy shit he's throwing. It he, here's here here's the point. Here here's the point. There's no reason. I, I was so over Notre Dame football at the end of last year because well, how the, are you feeling now? Is it, it, I'm agnostic to it. Look, I mean, you know, I was. I was pissed. I, I mean, I basically wrote it off. I, it was hard for me to care at that point. If through seven or eight games this year, I finally got you know kind of suckered back in a little bit. I mean, I don't even say suckered because they were legitimately destroying teams with running the football. Yeah, and it was great. And if you didn't witness that, you missed out. It was fun to watch. With that being said, with the, with the collapse at the end of the year, I mean, it's not monumental. And to your point, if it was Bob Stoops and they finished nine and three, and instead of Brian Kelly in year eight finishing nine and three, would you feel different? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would because I have hope at least that this new guy still has a has a shot versus some <laughs> retread who we've seen over and over what his ceiling appears to be. And that's the thing. Either way, I mean, you know, I just. For me, after they lost to Miami, you know, it was like, God, man, that was so bad. But if you go out and you handle your business against Navy and you beat Stanford, you still got a shot at a New Year's Six Bowl, which for me, I had said previously. And really, the way the things panned out, they had a shot even at the playoffs. Still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, potentially. But potentially. for me, I'm like, look, I mean. What's the you know what did Weiss do? Well, Weiss got the 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 Notre Dame hasn't won a bowl game in twenty years. Knocked he, it out of the way. He got that monkey off the back when beating Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl, right? Yeah. Weiss also proved that you could still recruit. Yeah, talent. he did. I mean, look, I Charlie the, Weiss for as much as we're hard on him, did a lot of positive things for Notre Dame. He was, he set the he set the pendulum in motion. He didn't. It's like, like, oh, we don't have to recruit just I mean, two he wasn't three the, star? He wasn't I mean, the, because he wasn't the be all end all. I mean, no, by no means. But look, I mean, the guy played to be fired by all hey, means. Look, but, I mean, he played LSU in the Sugar Bowl. He played Ohio State, uh, he played Ohio, Ohio State and Fiesta. I mean, Golden Tate, Michael Floyd, Sierra Wood, Jimmy Clausen. I mean, all these guys, Landry and Trevor Laws. He was just and a shitty head, just a shitty head yeah, coach. Yeah, he was. And it, well, and that, and the fact that the guy had absolutely no concept of defense. I mean, he can continually – it's it's like Brian Kelly. He wasn't Why, able to put together yeah, a staff like, worth of shit got, at you all. You got Van Gorder in there. I mean, had Charlie Weiss had someone like Mike Elko his entire tenure, oh, it probably would have been – Could you imagine that – 2019 yeah, it would have been totally different for the defense yeah, right but you know it cool. is what it is but i think weiss showed you know glimmers of hope there and that's fine um and look kelly's shown glimmers of hope too it just again you know and i've said this indie fan radio on one foot down the one foot down podcast yep. i've said this before is this a guy a lead generator or is he a closer brian kelly's done a lot of great recruiting he's done a lot of good things for the university he's done he's almost done a lot of good things he's he's shown 
to, to potentially other coaches or, or or fans, I guess, that somebody can do this job. I just don't know if he's the guy that can ever do it. No, I'm, I don't. I Listen, I'm, I am not here. As a Brian Kelly, you are flag here waiver. as a Brian Kelly no, flag waiver. Listen, I, I'll fight I'll, you right now. I am here for Joyce Lot. Get, get down off your phone book, <laughs> Joyce Lot. Come on now, come listen, down from listen, your suite. <laughs> listen, and I, I mean, I don't think that I, I, I am not, I've not ever been sold no, for a long time that Brian Kelly is the guy that's going to return them to glory. But he's he's brought consistency to the program, which, which is, is something fine. that they which, they were starving it is, for. Because, again, after Wise. now me personally and someone like cousin JJ, hey, we're like, look, fire coaches every four years until you right. find the guy that gets the job done. I don't give a shit. Part of me is in that camp. Part yeah. of me is like, hey, you know, at some point, I kind of if, if you want to get the next real guy, he has to at least well, be able to believe that at, I can come in here and that's where and we're do at when we first hired Brian Kelly. Right, remember, I mean, right. we went from. From Davey to Willingham to Weiss, we're just but, like, fucking but, but, find somebody but, already. But the fact that he took the job knowing that makes you wonder, is he the aspirational guy that really was just looking to the NFL, which is like, look, I'll go to Central for three years, I'll go to Cincy for three years, I'll hit Notre Dame for three years, then I'm on the Eagles for three, you know, till, till I hit my, until I can't. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, do you, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not, but I think I think the people that asked the, the question of, was he surprised that he's still around at this stage of the game? <laughs> I, I, I think, I I think you know, like, maybe the guy didn't. He didn't really have a plan to be at Notre Dame more than four or five years, and he's like, "Fuck, now I'm here. What the hell? shit?" <laughs> you know. And it, well, it's really hard to say. I mean, how long was he at Grand Valley State? I mean, uh, ten years, maybe ish. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of a lot of these coaches. They they get pegged as, "Hey, these guys are movers. They're ladder climbers. This, you know, this and that." And, well, once he left Brian, Grand Valley, Grand Brian Valley, Kelly, he was a ladder and, climber, right, and Brian Kelly definitely was. Yep. But which ladder are you climbing? Are you climbing the college ladder? Or are you climbing up the pro ladder? I mean, well, after he won the after he won a pinstripe bowl, you think he's in the, <laughs> he's already the guy's queued up for an NFL job, right? And it's not, so maybe he's just staking around. Go- maybe he'll leave for the NFL now after this year. I, who knows? I, I doubt. Who it. knows? And nobody who wants him. There, there's. There's nobody that wants him. You do, obviously. There's some Notre Dame fans sakes. out there that love him. I don't listen. I'm just. I want nothing. All, all I'm saying. I, I, we said this on the show this year. The path of least resistance for Notre Dame is for Brian Kelly to be successful. The all, path of I'm least resistance is, is for him to be the guy. And all if, I'm saying is, is he, could, he is. He is the guy right now. Well, he's not leaving. There's yeah. no reason that he's not going to be the there's guy. No, I mean, there's no reason to believe that Swarbrick will fire right, him. Exactly. There's exactly. none. none. Which is why I'm so. And so with that, which it's is just why, like, which right, is why I'm is so. Which is why I'm so just unmotivated about the year this year. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and I. And I get that. It's like you're just stuck here. I mean, look, look, we got a guy who's okay, but he's not great. We don't love him. He showed some things that could be reasons to love the guy at the beginning of the year. They just they couldn't follow through on him. No. Unlike last year, where I was spitting fire, hate, and vitriol because I thought the guy absolutely does not deserve to have a job. Oh, for sure. But but for sure. now it's like, look, you're, they're not going to fire him after he went nine and three. You know, so they're, and they're not going to listen if, if they didn't fire him after. No, look, uh, they, after, didn't Char- after, they didn't after, fire Charlie Weiss after going three three and nine. He got two more years. Two more years. So there, there, you have to assume that Kelly's at least back for next year, listen, if not longer. And it all goes down with my Brian Kelly conspiracy. Year three, 2019 will be the title year. I'm not saying winning it. What I'm saying, it'll be a title run in that year. Just based off of your, here's your all new staff. And if you go off of that theory that I laid out earlier, after that year, Brian Kelly is done. One way or the other. Either they win it and he moves on or they lose. and he. Mo- I mean, one way or another, Brian Kelly is not going to coach Notre Dame 
past 2019. I, I think the best. And it, it, it's not going to be like Jack Swarbrick's going to fire him for one or another. He's going to just, it's going to be a mutual decision that Brian Kelly is parting ways, whether, however that comes about, he will coach in 2018, 2019. And then it'll be done. Unless 2018 is like a fucking I, like a two like a two win season, you know what I mean? Which, and, that's not gonna happen, right? But what I'm saying is, if if that happens, then yeah, he gets fired. But it's not gonna happen. So I think, 2019 will be the I last think, season. I think your indicator is gonna be when Swarbrick decides to leave or step but, or step down. And, but there's because, no indication one way or another how much longer Swarbrick yeah, plans no, on I know, doing but, this. But but Doctor, I mean, he's fucking ruining the schedules as it is right now. But Doctor Kevin White uh, <laughs> stepped down after Weiss went three and nine. Right, but White had no mm-hmm. connection to Notre Dame, unlike Swarbrick. You know, I mean, it, it's a different beast with Swarbrick as it is White because of the connection to the school. I guess, I guess. I mean, I guess. I mean, White was never a vice president of the university. He was the athletic director. That was it. Swarbrick's got more into it. He's an alum. It's, it's a different ball game than with Kevin White, yeah. completely. But and there's been overtures to to Swarbrick about. Remember, there was going to be the Big Twelve commissioner went out and he's turned all that shit down before. I don't think we're going to see Swarbrick leave anytime soon. I mean, I unless, unless there's some ungodly thing that comes along. I like this gymnastics scandal. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yikes. You know, I, Yikes. I, know, I know that's been brought up and about, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to speak too much to that because yeah, I'm not, yeah, exactly. Uh, all I'm saying is, is that, wow, I don't think Swarbrick is planning on going anywhere for a while is all, yeah, is all I'm no. saying. What do you think about this bowl game here? Yeah, we should probably talk a little bit about well, that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ready to wrap this shit <laughs> so up. Let's, let's, let's go. <laughs> all right, so, I guess it boils down to LSU's got three starters on defense out. You're three linebackers. Yeah. You know, do you try to run these stupid ass bubble screens? Brian Kelly's already, (laughs) he's already, already given up on running the ball. I mean, he's already, the game's not for another two days, three days. He's already given up on running the ball. I don't think everything that goes along with this game, it all boils down to, what Notre Dame decides that they're going to try to do, not necessarily what LSU is going to do on defense, but what Notre Dame is going to try to do on offense. Throw it to Eifert nine is, times in a row. It takes care of the whole game. The team that makes the most mistakes will be the team that wins the game. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's get general. But, I mean, does Brandon Wimbush show up? Yeah, and you know, I was just thinking, Zaire uh, has another L- year of eligibility, right? And Are said, you serious? Yeah, and he, he does. And he, said, he, he, said, he said he's not coming back to Florida, you know, because they sold him a bill of goods. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. If Zaire would have been the quarterback this year, what's Notre Dame's record? If they ran the ball, I don't it, it, it's pro- it, it, If they I, had the same kind of game It's plan, probably similar because I think Wimbush ran the ball as effectively at the first part of the season as you could have expected from Zaire. If I was Malik Zaire, what I would have done before last year, I would have gone to freaking Navy, dude, because I'm telling you what. Malik, <laughs> I don't think you could go to Navy like that. I, shit, man. I, I don't think you could join a military academy as a I don't know. As a transfer. Gilman way. tried to go the other direction. I mean, you can go the opposite way. You can, you, you, can, you can go to prison pretty easily but it's hard to get harder to get out of prison i don't yeah i guess you know what i mean i don't know man i mean zaire running the option would be so nasty so nasty especially left-handed well, oh my god what's that uh isn't davy running that out in new mexico yeah, yeah but he's a, got a no, version of he's got no ta- like a, like yeah a pistol, there's like no a pistol there's no talent out there though i mean you know yeah. all right i don't know i i i, I just think the 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 game is going to boil down did to you, simple it, as that. One foot down, bowl mania, did you pick Notre Dame to win? 
I always pick them. I, mean, I know. I'm, I'm stupid I, like that. I, I, I do just, too. But I'm not, you a know, big, I'm not a big gambler. You know what? So I, but, I might as well just take but them. You know what I did today? I had 21 confidence. Tell me. I had 21. Oh, you com- dropped the points? I had 21 confidence points on Notre Dame to win. I dropped it to two. Listen. And I only did that because my number one was that already com- gone. That confidence point a- thing is so fucking hard to change around. It takes so long. <sighs> I got a cramp in my neck and I said, fuck this shit. It went from. The f- I, so the first bowl game was one point down. If I didn't, even, so it's all it's all goes down. All right, so you're you're backloaded. Then you're gonna start hitting the big points here pretty soon, oh, right? Well, yeah. If, I, if they start yeah, winning, I got gotcha. you. Well, that, that, oh, <laughs> just that's I've small, had a lot of misses, minor but, detail. But when they add up to like, like thirty points, See, is there it? anything else you need? If you, you feel like you need to say here, no. Listen, look. Okay. Whoa! About the site? Nah, yeah, look at me. I'm We're really rolling out that, of the time here. That's the that's the key. That's the cue to wrap it up. Uh, right? We'll wrap it. Hell, I'm not a pro. You are. Listen, go to one foot down. <laughs> we're covering shit left you and right it. over there, football wise, basketball wise too. I know. You close your ears about if you're not a hoops fan. But, nah, uh, I am a hoops fan. I went to Butler, but a, we're, a real we're, basketball school. Well, they well we're the kings of Indiana for a little while. <laughs> now apparently it's uh it's Indiana State or Ball State. But uh, you, we're covering as much as we can over there. We got uh, we got Pat Sullivan in the uh, press box for most of the games from their names. So nice. We are covering shit pretty tight. Uh, look daily. Hell, I don't know. I'm about. I'm ready to uh, find out what I'm driving home in in the snowstorm. There you go, Uber. Hopefully. <laughs> hey, appreciate everybody for listening. This is Indie Fan Radio on yes, One sir. Foot Down, the One Foot Down podcast. Thank you to all our Facebook livers. Yeah. All right, I'm closing the podcast off here. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy New Year.